So we just finished both episodes and I hope you guys will enjoy both of them together, but I do recommend watching the first one about the recession and what that really means before we dig into the housing currently here in Arizona. It's not as bad as everybody wants to make you think. In fact, it actually might be still pretty darn good. What we might've been waiting for. Why don't you guys check it out and let us know what you think. Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Raines of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's The Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Raines. Rebecca Hidalgo reigns with Grateful Heart, and I'm here for part two of our very riveting show with Joe Smith of Epic Mortgage and Anthony Penna of Navi Title, and we're talking today exhilarating information. It's just riveting, is it not? Exhilarating. Exhilarating and riveting. Anthony Penna, we're talking about the recession and what it's doing to our housing prices because isn't this the time that everybody's been waiting for? Well, we're not in a recession yet. Okay. It's a proposed potential recession. Oh, that's true. Good. We're not. We, we, we did define it all in the last. Yes. Uh, yes, true. Um, but are we actually, Anthony, this question's for you, bud. Are we in that time period that everybody's been threatening us with for the last couple years that this time was coming? I just thought I want to give props to Joe on session one. He killed it. He did kill it. Thanks, everyone. He did his homework. I was very proud of him. <laughs> I mean, so you heard it every month for years. Well, I actually, I want to say is, I remember meeting you, Anthony, and working with you, you know, starting about 10 years ago. And we are coming out of the great, you know, downturn. I, I, I wouldn't call it a recession. It was a downturn, right? And, you know, when we're, yeah, right? Thir yeah, 2013. So let's talk about 10 years ago almost. And during that time period, we kept hearing about how all the shadow inventory was going to flood our market and all these foreclosures were going to hit and we're going to have all these houses. The shadow inventory. Oh, the shadow inventory. Never happened. Never happened. It never happened. And so, but I do feel like what's going on today is what everybody was maybe alluding to thinking was going to happen even 10 years ago, which is all of a sudden somebody flipped a switch and our markets just shifted really quick from very heavy sellers market. And I'm not even calling it a buyer's market because that's not where we're at, but it just all of a sudden things have switched like overnight. It feels like, I don't know, Anthony, if that's a fair statement in your world, um, what are you guys seeing at Navi Title right now as far as your opens? And are you seeing any refinances at all? Is there purchase business coming through? What are you guys seeing? This month, you know, this month, yeah, we're, we're down a little bit as much as the market correction. And actually last month, the market was down and we were up 5%. So, but yeah, the, the refis, you know, and the refis we're getting, cash out refis. You're not, you're not seeing any, any refis at, the five percent here and there and yeah there, there is you know things are slowing i mean like you're saying i don't see it like you're saying that shadow inventory pounding the market but what i will say is all as i know is three months ago people were crying for more homes now there's more homes and now they're still crying 
Crying <laughs> <laughs> right, about so something the, else. The moral to the story is that we just have people who want to cry about something at all times, right? The, the, the word you're going to hear is deceleration. That's the word that's scaring people. Okay, so let's talk about that because last episode I made Joe do some homework and he helped take away the mysticism of recession. What did you just say, Anthony? Deceleration. 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 So what would what's the definition of deceleration for somebody who's heard it for the first time? I mean, it sounds like you're just taking your foot off the brake or the gas pedal. Uh, de- deceleration talks about when we're talking about that word recession, we talked in part one. So homeowners are here in recession. So the first thing they're hearing is my market value. I'm going to lose money on my home. So they're calling it deceleration. Okay. But actually, that is not happening. You're not going to go from, okay, my house is worth 800. Now it's going to drop to seven. No, what's going to happen in that deceleration is you're going down that road 150 miles per hour um, because of the market. We were in the last 24 months. And now we slow down a little bit to get to the speed limit you're still gonna you're still gonna make money the national average the experts are predicting is still around 8.9 percent and we know arizona's higher and we know arizona's higher so you know it's interesting you bring that up i'm gonna give you guys my real life story you both know my husband and i put our home on the market recently here in chandler arizona and I was just crying my crocodile tears that I didn't get my act together sooner. You know, life gets in the way. My daughter graduated from school. Lots of things happened that made us decide to wait to list. And we are under contract, which is awesome. And we got full price and we got cash. Awesome. Like nothing yes. to complain about. I'm celebrating. I'm really liking this guy. So everybody keep your fingers crossed that it sticks, right? I'm hoping for it. But had I listed two months ago, I know I would have had multiple offers first weekend and it would have driven the price up. So what I, as a real estate broker here in the Valley, selling real estate for nearly 30 years, I could feel it decelerate. Is that the right term, Anthony? Decelerate a little bit in March. And then I started kind of getting a little bit nervous in April, like, oh crap, I wish I could get my stuff listed now, but I didn't. And then when I did list the first weekend, I only had a handful of showings. Only a handful. Oh, no. I know. (laughs) Don't look at me like that, Joe Smith. (laughs) Poor thing. He's making fun of me. But this this just sums up Anthony. So, Anthony, what you were just talking about, the price didn't come down. I did get full price. But one of my buyers that had given us an offer lowballed me because he felt like because the market was shifting that it didn't matter what the comp said my home was worth worth and so um you know we went back and forth back and forth and then somebody else joined the party and gave me my full price well that that means that he was wrong yes that's what that means at the end of the day well that's my point is he was gambling trying to get me to take 25 grand off my price that's not low ball. Well, it felt like it. It felt like it. First couple days on market, Joe. Come on. I'm like every other seller out there. My house is nicer than everybody else's on the street. That's just it. And I should get more. And no, I'm just kidding. But I'm not. Right, Anthony? Um, but to your point, I, I said this like, look, I know what I have. It's a beautiful home. I've taken great care of it. I'm not going to give it away. And even though you're telling me I should, I'm not going to. And I didn't have to. So I think that's the big takeaway that I want to share with anybody watching our show today is you may at list price have to come down a little bit or you might just get list price where for the last two years, list price is where the party started. So 
maybe you guys can help me with this. You guys see the numbers more. I feel like the list to sell mm -hmm. is usually around 97%. That's where it was traditionally before we got to the so pandemic. So in other words, you if you list for X, you should receive 97% of that X. Yeah, let's just say it was a $100,000 house. Just so, to make the math easy. You should probably net around 97,000. So in the past, yeah. you would get more, in the past, saying the last 18 months or so, you would get more than that. Oh yeah, the list price, usually you were like, he's only offering list price, let's move on, you right. know? And now we're still at list or even maybe a, a little- Maybe a hair a under. Hair, a hair under. Yeah, so let me, you know, I'm in the business and I did everything that I told my clients to do. I moved out because I have children and dogs and I didn't want my house a mess and it's just stressful having showings. So I was lucky enough that I could do that. I got it repainted inside and out and I put new carpet in and then we actually hired a stager to put in beautiful furniture that's a lot prettier than my stuff. And, you know, to make it look like a model home, just like the builders do. We, you know, I always tell my clients, the closer you make your home look to what the models look like, the more money you're gonna end up earning from the sale of your home. It just makes sense, you know? Right. So go ahead, Anthony. What you were just talking about not selling, you know, we, we, we know we're at a turning point in the housing market and you are seeing signs of that new direction. But like you just said, Sellers need to understand the ball's still in their court. Yeah. Well, that just is, I know what I have. I, I know all the options I put into it, all the reasons I put into it, why I picked that lot. Like, I know I had one of the nicer homes on the market this past couple weeks in my area. And the disappointing part is I did miss the peak. Cromford Report did purport that I think it was April 27th was the top of our market. But just because we peaked doesn't mean that it's coming down. It just means we're here and it may not go a whole bunch higher anytime soon. Right. You know, that's that's my take on it. So I wanted to give you guys real life example of what the market's doing in Chandler. But, you know, it's interesting. You know, Joe, you're part of my mastermind group. And we saw a commentary from one of our colleagues yesterday that had three new listings go live. One in Tempe that was affordable. One that was just in the outskirts, not affordable. And then one that was far out in the boonies that had no showings. So what I will say is it feels very much like a normal market, guys. Yeah. That's, so it feels like a normal here market. We go. We're back to how it was before the pandemic. Is that such a bad thing? You might have to clean up your house, folks, to get it sold. That's not a bad thing. And you might not get an offer today. You may have to sit may have on to, the... may have to wait for like A week or two. Days. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. So it used to be, just to put this all in, and I'm going to have the charts and the stats to show... Um, but it used to be that if your house was on the market for a couple weeks, you weren't panicking because you expected it to take at least a month. You expected it to take at least a month. Expectations. So maybe that's what we just really just a mindset and expectations is really just the, you know, theory theme for everything when it comes to finance with our families and our friends is you guys just need to wrap your brain around the fact that we're just getting back to how it always was. Don't panic. No reason to panic. There's no reason to panic at all. So, okay, I'm going back up to your charts, Anthony, because I was cheating and getting ahead while we were on break before. Oh, well, Recession like doesn't equal a housing crisis. The next chart. Now go down to the, um, with that recession, housing crisis, go down to the chart that shows that, because Joe talked about that earlier, every 10 years. Go down to the bottom a little bit. See the graph with the, um, no, that, keep on going. This keep one? Keep on going. That one, that one right there. Okay. Joe, you for I can you zoom in on that for us, please? 
Go ahead, Anthony. This chart is showing in the housing market. And if, if you've been following me, you're probably 80, sick of me posting about this 90, one. 2000. In the last six recessions, home prices have actually gone up. And I, I, I take, Joe, like you just said, when you said earlier, 2008 was an anomaly. It went down. 2001, it went down, what, 1.9%? But in the last six, look, in 2020, it went up 6.6%. 2001 6.6 so don't panic when you're you're a seller don't think oh my god my, i'm gonna lose value or if you're a seller i'm in a recession no follow the data follow the data anthony nope. numbers don't lie numbers do not lie and actually i'm like i i joe just gave me a little wink off camera here because i was very impressed like everything he did talk about this was the perfect chart it's almost like you two planned it ahead of time but we didn't but you didn't so 1980 we're at 6.1 appreciation 1981 3.5 percent of appreciation which by the way we had always talked about in real estate three to five percent any given year anyways is what you should expect um 1991 we had a little blimp but 1991 was some crazy times i think we were in desert storm during yeah. that Area. That's when you and I were graduating high school. We're little wet kids. 6.6% uh, in 2001. And then, like, I agree with you, Anthony. 2008 was an anomaly that lasted really like five years because we really didn't come out of that until 2013. And then 2020, Joe was right there to point out that uh, we actually went through a recession. You know what I love about this chart, Anthony? This is a national chart, correct? This is the United States wrapped together? All, the whole country. Yeah. The whole country. So, yeah. We're Arizona specific here, so I would say that our numbers are exaggerated both ways. So, yeah. so for instance, we that probably be 6. higher and lower. Six in two thousand one is probably ten, mm -hmm. and that two thousand eight number of nineteen percent is probably thirty five. And I'll agree with you on there because there are certain places in Maricopa, Johnson Ranch, Florence that like Hammer. literally dropped less than fifty percent, like more than fifty percent. I think some places were. I sold a house in Florence for $65,000. But that time is such a one-off. I don't. I, yeah. I hate to even discuss it with this, but but we're, but even more, else. we're even more extreme in Arizona. So all that green is even better in Arizona. I agree. So those numbers are, are light, are for, light for what we're looking at. Awesome. All right, Anthony, I'm coming back up to your charts. Recession doesn't equal a housing crisis. Experts don't believe the market is in a bubble or a crash and is in the cards like during the great recession the national is still the nation is still suffering from a housing shortage that has reached crisis proportions at a time when many millennials are reaching the age when they would start to consider home ownership that likely that's likely to keep prices high anthony i don't know if i agree with that what do you think of that chart i i, I still think we are to have more homes are coming on the market mm -hmm. um some millennials held back because there was a shortage they were repaying. Um, like we said earlier, you saw that little delay for a month or two, yeah. remember 2020, then it's starting to come pick up, up again. And, that, and that's what he's kind of saying there. But the, the prices are gonna remain high and that gets into that deceleration we talked about. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna maybe not appreciate as much, but homes are still gonna continue to appreciate. They're still gonna the appreciate. Amount. Yeah, I agree, I agree. So, so they did skyrocket. You're just not going to get, like you said, Rebecca, you're not going to get your 2025 offers and get 100000 over. Oh, asking. no. I wanted somebody to be stupid and pay me $100,000 more than they should have, and that didn't happen, and I'm mad at myself. <laughs> but I knew better. I saw it happening, and I didn't act fast enough. So it is what it is. I think people that got to ex experience that 
it was like winning the lottery. That's a lot, just as luck. It, it was a windfall. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to time the market, but nobody knows that they timed it right until after it's already happened. And you know, the kicker behind all that is, un- unless you were selling and not buying, yeah, that's the only way you took advantage of all that. And how many people did that? I think most people yeah. sold and then and bought. bought. So mm-hmm. they had the same experience on both ends. Yeah, it's a wash. Yeah. And actually, the guy but, who bought my house told me that he got way too much for his house. So if it does drop at all, he doesn't care. Yeah, he got lucky. Good for him. He's <laughs> saying... All those people like they did in 2020 waiting for those all those people in forbearance and they were holding back for okay they're all going to come out and it never happened it's not, that, that's what that quote's saying right there gotcha. if you're waiting for that deal not going to happen you okay thank you for setting me straight mr penna and now i agree with your quote let's go back to it to make sure yes i do agree we have not hit crisis proportions in my opinion and it will keep the prices high. So the next one is from your National Bureau of Economic Research. A significant. Oh, yeah. Charlie, you can read that one because you talked about recession. This gives the. I was right about the couple about the GDP, but if you want to dive deep, now I'm not expecting everyone to know this by heart. But this is the actual definition of a recession. Yeah, you pretty much said that, Joe. Yeah, about that. Yeah, and then we went oh. over this chart, which was awesome. And then what? Are we in a housing market correction? A correction is a decline of 10% or greater in the price of a security asset or financial market. I would say the answer would have to be no. What do you think, Joe? Or Anthony, you agree? No? Big old no? Fat no? That's a big fat no, because if you saw the little graph on there, that's what we, you know, it's the housing forecast for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. We said if they're averaging 8.9% nationally, and we know here in Arizona is more. So if you look at what it says about a correction decline, it was ten percent down. Yeah. We're not doing that. Down. So we're not that, doing that. It's um. I feel like there's some mind play involved there because you were saying that you expected to get an extra hundred yeah. out of your house. Yeah. I wanted so, somebody to play. I wanted somebody to pay so me stupid money. Per your emotions. Uh huh. You did get a ten percent reduction. In your emotions. If, if yeah, that's true. Because I, like I, I feel like I, I should have sold a couple months ago and right. I would have made more money. Yes, right. so, I will agree with that. So, But, but that's, that's not, all made that's, up money. That's it's, made up money. That's not reality. Monopoly. And it's monopoly. That's what people have to come to terms with is that what you think you could have done, you probably couldn't have. And this is the reality is you're, you're really a 975. Maybe you could have gotten... A thousand fifty or million fifty, mm-hmm. or maybe you'd have just got nine eighty. Maybe you'll never know. I'll never know. I'll but, never but know. But that's the perception that some people have. Yeah. Is oh, I could have sold it for a hundred grand more. Okay. If two months ago I would have listed. And then play devil's advocate. What about all those people who bought last summer, afraid they bought at the wrong time and how much money they've made? But you know what, guys, you only make or lose if you sell. Right. Right. It's all goes up and down no matter what anyways. I actually have helped people this last couple of years that were in their homes since before the Great Recession. And they were making money because they actually wrote it out. They never lost where right. other people lost their rears be, because they didn't sell. They just stayed put. They just stayed put. All right. Go ahead, Anthony. The other, you don't have the chart because I just got them late and I couldn't send them to you. Mm-hmm. But Joe, I know you were talking about interest rates earlier. Um, and we're asking where they're going to go. If, if you see, if you go look at a graph that I had here, I can't show it. But um, oh no, you're cutting out, Anthony. Get up the, close. The, can you hear me? Yeah. Now you're talking about the rates. Now the chief economist from the NBA, who 
probably a pretty sharp guy, knows a lot about the mortgage industry. You know, he was talking about, now nobody has a crystal ball, but he was talking about, if you see a chart, mortgage rates are starting to plateau a little bit. Plateau? Not, it, it goes back up to that elevator thing we saw earlier. Yeah. If you remember, we started the year off at 3.1% interest rates. And from that time up into April, we just went, pshh. Elevator. Elevator. So are we t- are we taking the escalator down now, gentlemen? Now we're 5.1, but guess what? The last we're few stopping months, at a level. It's, it's, it's been kind of, Joe, I know it's going up and down, but it's been kind of flat across the board. We're loving flat. We're, we're enjoying flat. Joe said we just got off the elevator. We're just hanging out in the lobby right now. And when that happens, now, Joe, do you agree with me if it stays this way? All those people who've been holding off because they've been scared might come back into the market. I do agree. And I think people, it's a, it's a, we spoke about earlier, it's a mindset. You just have to come to terms with 5.5% as an interest rate and not 2.75. Oh yeah. We're not talking about those numbers anymore. Once you, once you come to terms and maybe it takes you this long to get to the point where 5.5 is where it's at and let's do it, then you no longer have the issue. So you know what it is, is we're going through the five stages of loss, gentlemen. <laughs> we really are. I mean, think about this. You know, if, if we rewind, and I'm still crying that I didn't sell my shit two months ago. Sorry, I said the bad word, but it's my <laughs> it's show, pod- so I can say. It's a podcast. Say, I, I, yeah, it's a podcast. I can say whatever the hell I want. Um, so two months ago, I screwed the pooch, let's say that, and I didn't list it when I should have, and I'm kicking myself now. But it is what it is. At the end of the day, I'm still making a bunch of money on the sale of my home. Yeah, I lived there for 10 years. And yes, I put a lot of investments in it. But I'm still doing good. You're okay. I'm going to be fine. I can go buy some bacon tomorrow if I really want it. And I might do that. So when it's all said and done, I think life is pretty good. And Anthony, to your point, I think my buyers are in It's like that same time period I talked about in the last show where in the pandemic very first hit, everybody was just kind of deer in headlights, waiting to see what happens. But if we stay off the elevator and the rates don't keep going up and the prices don't go up or down, people probably join us in the lobby. Our savvy buyers are psyched to get 5.5. So they've understood that it's been a, a, an elevator straight up and if we're catching a break here at five and a half, they feel like they got a deal. That's true. Hold, hold that thought. We got to go take a quick commercial break. Breaks. I know. We'll be right back. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years? Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Rains with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. 
My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud, creating solutions that save time and money for everyone. Ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. So we're back. From break, I know it was a really long break, and you guys had to handle listening to Joe and Anthony a little bit more on break, and myself too. Um, but what we're talking about right now is our current reality with the real estate market, prices, interest rates, and all of that. And I really do believe we've gone through our five stages of loss. And you know, I can't remember all of them, but I know the last one ends with acceptance. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we 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 want to argue. We we're in shock. We're in disbelief and we finally accept it. And guess what? When we finally accept it, we probably go out and look at some houses again. That's it, you come to terms. So five and a half is a great rate when the alternative is six. Yeah. So that's what we have to understand is it can be worse. It can be And worse. we've seen it because they were much better and now they're worse and they could be even more worse. But so we're sure. We're sure. I, we don't have a chart on this today. We've been very chart heavy. So I'm maybe for the next show. Oh, Anthony's got a chart hiding somewhere. <laughs> one thing, now, one, now, one thing on that that I tell people now, um, you can always go back and refi your interest rate. But you can't always go back and get that appreciation you lost by waiting. Truth. Or you can't buy just an interest rate because you got to buy your house. I've used that one recently where somebody was very nervous about moving forward. I'm like, but it's the house you love. Just refinance one of these days. It, it will get better. The rates will change, but get the house. Yeah. You're buying a house. You don't, you live, live, in somewhere. Interest, you don't live in an interest rate. You live in a house. Um, Anthony, so let me go back to your charts just to make sure that I think there was another there's good one, one. There's one last one that sums up what you just said, Rebecca. You, you nailed it, so you must have read it. No, it's, it's the one I said this morning. Did you oh, get it or I thought I did, but it must not have made it on this on the slideshow. I'm sorry, Anthony. Want me, Anthony. To, read it? Want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead and read it. Let me swing back to you. If you're looking to buy a home. I would still recommend you do so, even at the higher interest rate, because we have no reason to believe that home prices will stop appreciating. Home values going up is only a problem when you're trying to buy. This is the key right here own it's a gift say that again right. you, you kind of cut out you own a home mm -hmm. it's a gift yeah it's true that's a very good quote very good quote okay so let's talk some stats here gentlemen i pulled these out this morning from the cromford report and uh, 200 wait 2022 had been running behind 2021 all year long up until late april the sales rate was not of concern and then may things got worrisome the 2022 sales rate took a sharp dive and is now 16% below 2021. But 2021 was record breaking. We couldn't keep, we could never repeat that. That was just insanity. Um, so one thing here, and this is kind of interesting, this chart, up until recently, this chart was always with greens, where right now it's all reds. I, we were talking about city of Chandler, where I live, where I have my house for sale. Number 10 on this chart, 
Last month, we were at 393 for the Cromford Index, and this month we're at 248 for the Cromford Index. It's dropped over a third. What that essentially means is why Rebecca had two offers on her house after two weekends instead of 20 offers the first weekend. Right? But I still got my price. You still got it sold. I still got it sold, and I still got my price. Right. So I, I don't know that this chart is, because again, it, if somebody just glanced at it, it would look really scary. It's all in red. And I'm wearing red today, by the way. Did you guys <laughs> notice? I kind of did that on purpose. <laughs> um, so going to that, we're talking about a weakening demand, but that's okay because supply is growing fast. And guess what, Anthony, last month, last year, the year before, I didn't have enough houses to show people. Like, if they didn't go out this second to see the house that came out this morning, it would be gone by tomorrow with 10 offers. So this is good stuff. And they weren't, they, how many buyers did you take out that they didn't get it on the first try? They didn't get it on the second try. Oh, I'm like, really good. Like, I'm really good, Joe. But even me, last summer, I was in tears because May of last year, I was literally working 18-hour days, writing 10, 12, 15 dragging offers. people around all these houses. In the heat, and they're getting tired. I'm getting tired. I'm pulling out every trick of my bag, and I got lots of them. That's not very fun. No. No, it was terrible. I literally called my CEO and was like crying like a little baby. Like I want to, I want to take my ball and go home. And so this year, when I look at these numbers, I'm like, I'm kind of loving it. Um, we're down in all the in all the areas that we need to be down from last year, except for the price. The price is still up. You know, that's the one thing that everybody kept saying the prices are going to drop, but they're not dropping. And I don't. I'm with Anthony. I don't think they're going to. Average list price still right now is reporting 101%. So the average price of a house is selling for 101% yes. of what it's listing for. So even yes. even with these numbers, yes. they're still getting more, yes. ex except for you. Except for me. What they listed yeah, for. Yeah, I'm at 100%. I'm not at 101, so I'm mad about it. But it's okay. I'll, it's take, okay. I'll take it. I'll take cash. it anyways. It's cash and it's closing in two weeks. Um, but look, we're at 1.2 months of market. Okay, the, what I'm talking about, supply of market, in a normal buyer-seller average equal 100% Cromford index in the perfect world where it's equally give and take, we actually have four or five months of inventory, people. We're still at 1.2. So that means if I'm going to go shopping with you this weekend, Joe, yes, the homes may not go within minutes, but I bet you within a couple days, the good ones will still be gone. Yep. It's still because we're only at 1.2 months. Two years ago, we were at 1.5 months. We're busy comparing to two massive years of in Arizona real estate. Mm -hmm. So you can't compare to that. Well, of course, we only had one place to go. Yeah. Down. That, yeah, you had to. As far as volume goes, but not necessarily prices, guys. Um, so this is one chart that I thought was a little interesting, and I'm trying to read it better. If we were in a non-serious situation and there are several middle ranking dominoes that would not topple and the early ones would start to stand upright again, but instead we are starting to see the middle order start to wobble and fall over. What that means, I'm regurgitating this chart from the Cromford report. Anthony, I know you're a big fan of Tina Tom Bohr's over there with Cromford. So I don't know if you saw this chart yet that she just put out on yesterday's Cromford um, daily market. What this is talking about is sales per month. And we're comparing 2021, what we just finished saying, we should not be comparing ourselves to 2021 because it was an anomaly. 
Um, but in the middle of the summer of 2021, when Rebecca was crying to her CEO, was literally this time last year, we were at 10,400 sales per month. The reason why people are kind of freaking out right now is because we're at 8,600 sales. So that sounds a little scary when you're comparing to one of the craziest, craziest times we've ever seen in real estate. But is it really traditionally bad? Just like your interest rates at 5.5%? No. 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 Not bad at all. You can only go one, when you're at the top, you can only go one way. That's it. So this was bound to happen at some point. Here we are. We needed it too. Yes. And we needed it too. So I have folks coming in from out of state this weekend and some of the houses that they asked me about are still active. Hey. So I don't have to scratch them off my list. I'm actually really excited that maybe I'll be able to show them more than four houses this weekend. And you weekend. won't have to go out for six weeks to find a house? No. This sounds great. They probably will get one this weekend because they're here to buy one. Yes. And they will probably get one this weekend if they find one that they like. That is actually something to be singing from the rooftops about. And you know what's probably interesting about that? I bet these buyers now because they've watched the last two years, uh -huh. they're probably way more decisive going into these houses yeah. because of the fear that maybe somebody comes in and scoops that out from under them, that they're, they're still feeling last year's emotions when they go by now. It depends how educated they are. I've mm. seen a difference. So I, there's agents I can tell that are not super active like I am, you know, that this is just their part-time gig those are the agents that are still, so this is like a testament to working with folks like us who do this for a full-time job, because those agents are not necessarily giving their clients the best guidance. I've come across them in the last couple of weeks. But those that are actually savvy and have been watching, they're actually getting a little bit of cold feet and they're sitting on the fence watching because they're afraid. Because guess what? They haven't watched our latest show to find out why they shouldn't be afraid. Why? Don't be afraid. <laughs> Don't be afraid. And I, and I do think time will tell and people will stop being so fearful because they're going to see nothing's happened. Right. Nothing's happened. So I do think, um, Anthony, I've got, oh, this is your chart. This is the one you read to us earlier. Do you want to read it again, bud? That's just the last line I'd read again. When you own, it's a gift. If you're looking to buy a home, I would still recommend you do so even at the higher interest rates because when you own, it's a gift. I just cut to your to your little own it's a gift it is and home ownership is fun and i know that there's been like studies talking about how children have better self-esteems and happier family dynamics when you actually have a home it's not a right it's no. not it's to own a home is not a right it's not a uh, it, it is something you work towards is something you 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 strive for it's not automatic you know, I really appreciate that about you, Joe. And I think Anthony's the same mindset. You guys are both your my East Coast buddies who have come from big city living. Mm. I grew up in California on the other side of the country and I saw a taste of this where you had multi-generation families living together because they couldn't afford it otherwise. You know, you have roommates buying together because they can't afford it otherwise. So as you keep saying, and I'm finally a believer, and I'm stop fighting it. I'm gonna stop fighting it. <laughs> Phoenix is now a big city. Yeah, we've actually made it to those ranks. We're we may not be New York, we may not be San Francisco, we may not be LA, but we're certainly right behind all those big cities as far as growth and business and economic reasons why people come here and stay here. It's true. Anthony, any final takeaways you want to give people watching today's show? We are dating this show because we are in June and I do anticipate it's gonna be a, a very exciting summer. We'll see what next month brings us, but between now and next month, what do you wanna make sure people know? 
this market, you said it earlier about, you know, when you're taking buyers out, some agents, it is switched now to a skill-based market. Um, if, if you want what's best for yourself, um, make sure you hire someone who's been around and knows what they're doing. It's a totally different market than it was the last 24 months. It's coming back to normal. So skill-based market, and don't think you can throw any number up there if you're a seller and you're gonna sell it. It's not gonna happen. You gotta price your house right in this market. And buyers, look at it as an opportunity. Oh, I think right now is a wonderful opportunity. I really do believe that in the fall, I think things are gonna pick back up once everybody kind of realizes things are not crashing. And when that happens, we could continue to see some appreciation this year. Like yeah. we have not, I don't, I think the ceiling that we hit is just a temporary glass one. Cause you know, where else are we gonna go? There's not enough houses. There's, There's not enough houses. More people. Yeah. Still, it's the same problem. The same problem. We don't have enough roofs for all these heads. Now it might be different in another state where people are leaving, but mm -hmm. people keep coming here, guys. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. That's what I'm saying. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You may not get your multiple offers that you wanted, but guess what? It won't be so hard to buy. You only need one. You only need one. Oh, that's all you need. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our show. If you have any uh, specific questions for Joe over at Epic Mortgage, please feel free to reach out to him. His contact info will be in the show. And the same with Anthony Penn over at Navi Tile. He's a pretty smart guy. I, I watch him, follow him on social. He's always up there telling us why we shouldn't be afraid. And, of course, you guys know how to get a hold of me. So if anybody wants to do anything real estate related, you got all three of us here, and we're happy to help. Thank you. We just finished two fantastic shows with two experts. I like to call them experts, Anthony and my good buddy Joe, who have been doing this as long as I have. And I hope they took away the fear for both the recession and what's going on with housing for you right now. If you have any additional questions you want to get hold of any of us, just check out the show notes below and that will be your way to get in touch with us. If you have any other questions we can answer for you and hope you guys enjoyed it. What a great show, and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv for all of our links to connect with us. Hey, I'm on vacation every single day cuz I love my occupation. Hey, I'm on vacation every single day every every single day.